Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, 21, welcome to the Are You 21 Listening Podcast. I was just going to fucking do that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Are You Listening Podcast, where we are here to talk about 21 Savage's record, I Am Greater Than I Was. I am the co-host brand. I'm here with my friend, Scott. Straight up. Scott, how are you today? (laughs) I am good today. You know how wild this episode would be if both of us were just ad-libbing for each other the whole time? Literally. I planned on doing that all this week. The entire time I was listening to this record, I was like, Brand's going to go through his notes, and I'm just going to be like, 21. This is the Are You Listening podcast, where we together listen to a record for a week. One of us hasn't heard it before. The other oh, one God. is very familiar with it. And in this case, the other one loves this record. I fucking adore this record. <laughs> I'm very excited to talk about it. All of it. This whole episode. I've been excited all week. I'm excited to talk to you, Scott. Yeah. I'm going to dive into the bio. Please ad lib, do, do anything you need to do when I get in here. <laughs> we'll we'll see how we feel. Shea bin Abraham Joseph, twenty one, known professionally as Twenty One Savage, is a rapper <laughs> based in Atlanta, Georgia, from the ATL. Born October twenty second, nineteen ninety two. Oh man, I feel so old. <laughs> in the Playsto area of London, England. What? Twenty One Savage. Born in London, from England. London, from London. That's wild. How long? How long did he live in London? We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, good. Because that that is insane. I did not see that coming at all. His parents are both British nationals with Caribbean origins. His mother's family's from Dominica, and his father's is from Saint Vincent and the Grenadines. Okay. Wow. What a wild. <laughs> this is crazy right off the get go. 21's parents separated early in his life, and he moved with his mother to Atlanta, Georgia, at the age of seven. So, okay, so he was in London until seven. Yes. Weird. In June 2005, at the age of 12, he returned to the UK for his uncle's funeral. He stayed for a month and then came back to Atlanta on an H-4 visa, which allegedly expires a year after that. Okay, I don't know anything about that. So his mother his mother was here. I... I believe an H four visa is you're with you're traveling you're a dependent to somebody with a visa. 
So okay. he had to he applied for that. And I think the thing is, once you get here, you're supposed to apply for H4 immigration. Like okay. the visa gets you here and then you have to do the paperwork for immigration. Oh, gotcha. And I just don't think they ever did that. And then that oh, visa shit. expired a year later. Mm-hmm. And then I, I guess you you never is knew he... he was he was from there. But he it was 20, 2019, 2020, maybe where he was arrested by immigration because he was. Oh, illegal, shit. Illegal, illegal so he was illegal. Yes. Wow. OK, <laughs> that's man. Crazy. In seventh grade, 21 was banned permanently from every school in DeKalb County School District for gun possession. Jesus Christ. At what age? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. So 12 banned from every school because of gun possession at every the school age of 12. Every school in the DeKalb County School District, which is where. God damn. That led to him attending schools around the Atlanta metropolitan area and then being sent eventually to a juvenile detention center. He is about that gun smoke. After leaving the detention center, he dropped out of school his freshman year following multiple exclusions, which, quote unquote, exhausted him. Jesus. So he was I think he was like, taken out of so many schools that he was just like, I'm exhausted. I'm done. I'm not doing this, man. Wow. <laughs> After dropping out, he joined a local street gang affiliated with the wider Bloods gang, became a full time drug dealer, mainly selling cannabis. OK. In 2011, when he was 19, his right-hand man, Larry, was killed in a shootout. Okay. He then got a forehead tattoo for his brother, who got killed in a drug deal that went wrong. Wow. That is the knife that he has on his in between his eyes on his head. I don't think I've seen a picture of him. Yes, he has a he has a like a, a dagger in between his eyes on wow. his forehead. Because That's... him him and his brother said that they were going to get the Scarface blade in between the thumb and the finger. Oh, okay. And apparently his brother was so crazy, his brother just went and got it on his head. Jesus. <laughs> and then once his brother died, 21 kind of got the same thing, like kind of in memory of him. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. What kind of regular job are you going to hold down with that, though? I mean, 21 knew what he was doing. Yeah, like, I guess. You know what I mean? You, you made it. <laughs> but, well, I mean, tattoos are getting more accepted it's only a matter of time till face tattoos are accepted all other tattoos are accepted kind of at this point yeah kind of 21 was pulled over in 2014 and caught with 22 grams of weed 59 pills of hydrocodone a glock 40 a ruger 9 millimeter 1775 dollars in cash and a scale quote unquote recovered in the middle of the console in plain view oh my god so 21 is just driving around with a scale in the center console just i don't i don't i don't give a shit that's it come at me the worst for 21 came on his 21st birthday. The worst. After all this shit, this, even is, this isn't even the worst. Yeah, a deal turned into an attempted robbery. There were two assailants. His best friend Johnny got shot in the head, and he himself was shot six times. Jesus. Injured, he returned fire. Afterwards, he shut Johnny's eyes, got out of the car, closed the door, lit a cigarette, and waited nearly 30 minutes for an ambulance to arrive. God. After being shot six times? Yeah. So he's just chilling there, smoking, bleeding out on the ground. He closed his best. He with closed his, his friend's eyes. With his friend out of the car, the car. shut yeah. the door, lit a cigarette, waited for the ambulance. Wow. This shit changes my notes up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> After the shootout death, 21 began rapping, subsidized by his deceased friend's uncle, who gave him money for studio time. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. 21's debut mixtape, The Slaughter Tape, released May 25th, 2015, and made him what Interview Magazine called an underground hero in Atlanta. Wow. 
On December 1st, 2015, 21 released his second mixtape, Slaughter King. In June 2016, 21 was named to the XXL freshman class. In July 2016, he released the EP Savage Mode with Metro Boomin, and it peaked at number 23 on the Billboard 200. So an EP he put out with Metro Boomin, 23 on Billboard. Wow. That you said 2016 he was in that freshman class? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know who else was in that? Uh Kodak Black, maybe. I'm trying to think of 2016. It's a good class. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good class for well, you. Like gotcha. you know, you know what I mean? You understand when I read these. Yeah, no. 2016. We have 21 Savage, obviously. We have yeah. Lil Uzi Vert. Oof. Lil Yachty. No. Kodak Black. Uh not Denzel Curry. Denzel. G Erbo, Dave East. Yeah. Lil Dicky. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anderson Pack. Oh, that's that's solid. And designer. Okay. So like half of it. Yeah. Um, Which um, is it's usually the case though. Any of the classes yeah. you go through, you know, you'll connect with probably half of them. The Savage Mode single X featuring Future was confirmed by Billboard as going platinum. As so it would be 21 Savage's first platinum record he had. As a single? Yeah. All right. 21 announced in 2017 that he signed with Epic Records and then in 2017 released his debut studio album, Issa Album, and it debuted at number two on the Billboard 200. Wow. And that's also with no features, although he did that a little asterisk beside it. There is one slight tiny feature on one track, but the rest of them, there's nothing on any of the other tracks. Like a hook. Somebody did a hook. Uh, it's a young thug feature, so you take oh. with that you take that for what you want it to be. It could be a hook. <laughs> it could be it could be a verse that sounds like a hook. It could be a, a, a right. hook that sounds like a verse. We don't know. Young Thug is out here. Yeah, gotcha. I am I was is twenty one's second studio album as was released December twenty first, twenty eighteen. Okay, twenty eighteen. So let's talk about where we were in music of twenty eighteen. And Scott, I don't know what the fuck you were listening to. <laughs> I, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess you were listening to things from November because December is not 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 it. it. That's not it. I, I don't think I might have found one thing that you listened to. Oh man, albums released December twenty eighteen on December second. Put this on here just because I kind of wanted to ask you about him, Van Morrison. Yeah. Wait, he put out something new in two thousand eighteen. The Prophet speaks. Wow. He, he has released a ton of music in his career. I know the name. Never yeah. heard a track. Never don't even know what he sounds like. No, I don't might, even know what genre it is. It's uh, is it like soft like, rock? Indie? Yeah. At this point, it, yeah. at this point in time, it's like yacht rock kind of stuff, but not okay. not the rock type. Like it's adult contemporary. I like kinda. Chicago. Yeah, you might like it. That's why I'm. <laughs> Maybe I'll put it on the list for you because he's got a couple of records from way back that are pretty amazing. Coming out December 7th, XXX Tentacion's album Skins. Nope. Also December 7th, Gucci Mane's Evil Genius. Nope. Also December 7th, Ice Cube put out Everything's Corrupt. Well, I know about Cube. I remember listening to that record. <laughs> I don't know that record. I only remember listening to it once I saw it on like the picture of the album. I was like, oh, I definitely listened to that. Meaning it you didn't don't really remember. do anything. Yeah, it didn't it do nothing for you. <laughs> on December 7th, Token put out Between Somewhere. You know, I think I just saw Token videos. I don't think I ever listened to a project of his. I know I haven't. Yeah, I, rem- I remember something about him. I 
shit. I don't remember exactly what it was, though. But the name rings a bell. December 14th, the Chainsmokers put out Sick Boy. Nope. I'm not a Chainsmokers guy. Aren't they, like, kind of dancey? I have no idea. Maybe. <laughs> gotcha. Maybe. I don't know. Gotcha. December 14th, Method Man put out Meth Lab Season 2, The Lithium. I I love meth. I, whoa, that that's wild. No, I love Method Man. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. There was uh, a. Uh, I think there was a track off that that I absolutely loved. I think it was about a car or a garage. Oh no, it's Grand Prix. It's Grand there you Prix. Go. That's a car. That's a car. I got it. Sure. I is. think that was, I think that was a track that I fucking loved. I think yeah. I don't really remember offhand, but that one. Again, if it was in my head for some reason about a car and that has a car, has to be the one. It's got to be it. Moving on to uh, December 18th, Cook and Soul put out Doom Xmas. And you saw I have that Cook and Soul record that he yeah. did of the Woo Xmas. This was yep. his like, first foray into that with, with Doom Xmas. Okay. December 21st, A Boogie with a Hoodie put out Hoodie Season. I've listened to a few tracks. I don't know if I've listened to that project, though. And then the only the last one I have on here for the month, man. I, th- I told you. Oh, this wow. The, well, it's December. Yeah, that's yeah. why the charts are weird, too. We'll get there. December yeah. 28th, Palisades put out Erase the Pain. Hey, there we go. That's one. I know I know that band. We got it. Is that the... <laughs> that's is the that snake the, eating itself. Yeah, that's the one you, you yeah. showed me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that record. We got we it. We got one. That's what I was listening to. So, moving on to the Billboard charts here. Billboard Hot 100, week of December 22nd, 2018. At number five, High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. Okay. Uh, I mean, that that was all over the place. Panic came back and were blowing up the charts, obviously. It, it, they it were feels number wild five. to me to see Panic at the Disco at 2018. On the it charts. is really weird. Feels, feels weird. But, man, he knows how to fucking sing his ass off, and his hooks are insane. They're just catchy as shit. At number four, we have the track Happier by Marshmallow and Bastille. Okay. Couldn't tell you for no that. idea. Couldn't yeah, no. At number three, Sicko Mode, Travis Scott. You're a fan? One of the biggest songs in a long time. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Moving on to track two, Without Me by Halsey. Oh, yeah. I like that song. You like act- that. You actually do? Yeah. Okay. Without me. That's her, like, distracted, uh, what's his name? G-Eazy? Okay. Yeah. Wasn't that their wow, breakup song or whatever? Thing. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Were a thing. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Boy. And then at number one on the Billboard Hall 100, we have Thank You Next, Ariana Grande. I, I've still never listened to an Ariana project. Song was huge. I don't, I don't, it, it would, it's her tone of voice. If you get into her tone of voice, you'll be in. If it's too yeah. high and it feels too up there for you, you're definitely not going to like it because she, yeah. her, her shit is up there, man. Her I, shit is up there. Yeah. I, I know her voice from the Divine Feminine, the project she yeah. did features on with Mac Miller, uh, his project. I don't know that I could pick out like a specific hook that she did that I liked or hated. Like it was there. Yeah, that's kind of a it's kind of a wash then. Like you don't yeah. dislike it, you don't like it, it's wash. I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. And then the only I went through the whole hundred, Scott, and there's a lot of Christmas <laughs> shit in here. Like there's a lot of Christmas shit. Obviously, yeah, it's December. Yeah. But the only thing that I found that I that I without a doubt knew that you would listen to. By the way, yeah. there might be some albums that I don't know the names of the bands and things that sure. you listen to. But yeah, the only thing I found was at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100. It was hey, Sunflower. We're up there. 
post Malone and there Slater. it is. Yeah, it's the only thing in there. Yeah, I mean, you're 2018. We're hitting a time where I'm not anywhere on the charts, likely at all. Like I, I just looked at the list of records I have for you, and the only two that came out in 2018 were The Architects, okay, and Drug Church. Yeah, I don't know what, and they're I mean, nowhere who the Architects are, but yeah, but yeah, those aren't big charting albums. No, no, they're <laughs> not. So that that's where I'm at. So then let's move on to the charting albums here. Billboard 200 week of December 22nd, 2018. At number five, the aforementioned Evil Genius by Gucci Mane. Good to see Gucci Mane. Good to see Gucci Mane on the charts. Always love seeing Big Guap up there. I I don't know anything about him. At number four, you may at some point. We'll see what happens. I I heard a feature. He has so many projects. Yeah. I kind of would want to bring you a mixtape just because like that's who he was. Like he was the mixtape god for a while. Just doing wild shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. He has so he he does so much shit. I wouldn't know how to whittle it down. Maybe if I find a Gucci Mane greatest hits, do <laughs> we're doing greatest hits now. <laughs> at, at number four on the Billboard 200, a Star Is Born soundtrack, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, I've heard that's a good movie. I I haven't watched it. Any of the you haven't seen any of them? Because that's any like of the them. third time they re they redid it. A Star Is Born. Oh really? Two other times beforehand. Oh, shit. No, I don't know anything about it. It looks like it was originally 1937. Damn. The first one. Oh, it has been made more than that. Okay, in 37, I'm not going to know who that is. I'm not going to read any of these names. Uh, in 54, it starred Judy Garland. Oh, okay. In 76, Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I, I only thought it was twice. I didn't know it was. I thought it was five. just the one. <laughs> <laughs> At number three. At least you were listening to this, Scott. We know oh, that. Okay. That. We got something. Christmas by Michael Bublé. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Bublé. Can't can't give him up. Can't give nope. him up. Killing it at Christmas time. At number two, we have the album Championships by Meek Mill. I definitely listen to this. I need to revisit Meek Mill because I think Meek Mill will. I, did, I didn't understand what he was doing. The way he yeah. raps sometimes is so segmented and okay. kind of like feels scattered. That it never, oh, it was only when he would hit a pocket that I liked Meek Mill. But I think if I revisited Meek Mill, I would get more into what he was doing. I remember right. liking this project, though. Okay. And then at number one, uh, I didn't bring any of these up because they weren't in the top five. But every track from this album was on the Hot 100. Damn. This is this is when it debuted into the Billboard charts. Number one, Skins by XXXTentacion. Oh, okay. I, I don't know anything about him. Pulled a few other records out of here that I think you would be excited to know where they were or okay. what was going on at the time. Sure. At number 20, Charlie Brown Christmas. Love it. Number 25, The Carter Five. Lil Wayne. I never listened to five. I, d- I don't think I even listened to four. Wild you didn't listen to five. Especially, you definitely have heard, at least heard the Kendrick track, Mona Lisa. Oh, I don't, I don't think I have. That's insane. If you have not listened to the Lil Wayne, Kendrick Lamar track, Mona Lisa. We should just do not, a episode yeah. on that song wow no I, d- I didn't know anything about that at number 40 you were loving it kamikaze by eminem mm. it, it, it wasn't that bad but it it's this like later half of his career has been underwhelming mostly but i think this stuff will age much better than his early stuff did probably but he he still goes at 
He was still going at people that didn't really deserve it. <laughs> that checks out. So it, it's kind of it, he's pretty petty at times. But he also <laughs> I, I but he made it. He made a living doing that. So what I mean, mentioned this the other day of that uh, game put out that what 16 minute diss track against. Yeah. Them, and yeah, Eminem ignored it like he's it's so petty, but he just said it doesn't matter. He's like, it's <laughs> it's funny because he'll only take on certain people. Do you think he only punches down? Because, I mean, he gave a diss track to MGK, which there, that's punching down. Well, here's the thing. At his level, there's nothing but punching down. It would have to be somebody else at his level. Uh, who's he going to go at? Jay? It, w- it would be somebody going at him. That's what I mean. Like, you would need to have somebody at his level go at and him. And that's the thing. Anybody at his level is not going at him. Like, nobody's going to take that on. I don't know. People love it. People love when he responds. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's great. Like that. I love when people go at him, so I don't care either that, way. <laughs> that little beef with MGK was fun. <laughs> but that 16-minute track just wasn't worth it. I just don't understand how it started as a diss track and turned into him just doing like an impression of him. Like I don't understand. I, yeah, what happened. it was really. I don't, I don't know what happened at all. It was a really weird track. Like it went from diss track to like praising him and then wanting weird. to be him. It was it was really strange. It was it was it was. Yeah, it was weird. And yeah. that whole that whole record was 33 tracks or something on that record. Wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah, let's I think that that's down. the thing. Eminem was probably just confused by it. He's like, I don't know how to <laughs> go at him for this one. Two other things on the Billboard 200 here at number 44, spending 168 weeks on the chart at this point. Whew. The Hamilton cast recording. There it is. So that's what you were listening to. It's just been yep. flown around 168 weeks. Hey, and then at number 73, Mac Miller swimming. There we go. Yeah, that record it, that it did something to me. We, we have it. There's an episode. Yep. Go listen to it. That's our second episode. That was the first record I gave you. So 21 Savages, I Am Greater Than I Was, released 21. December 21st, 2018, is 15 tracks, 50 minutes and 59 seconds. Scott, yeah, yeah. let's get into this or your familiarity with 21 Savage to begin with, because I know you had a bad experience at first, which is why I, I waited so long to bring yeah. this to you. So, yeah, the only other experience I had with 21 was that album. What was it? Savage Mode? Was that Savage Mode 2? When I was yeah. I was so into it that I kind of convinced you, you to listen to it. But loved didn't, give it. Any, didn't give you any context, didn't tell Not you what to all. expect. And you just heard him. The Ad first lib. track, he had libs pussy ten times, and you couldn't handle it. Yeah, it was it was too much. <laughs> like I, I was just like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" <laughs> like real, and then I, I think I shut it down. Like I need yeah, to you, listen you to the whole continue. project. You yeah, did not no. continue. So that's my experience with Twenty One. Uh, <laughs> aside from maybe a feature or two somewhere, did you have some of that in your head, like even subconsciously, when you went into this record? Oh yeah, you try your best to. I was waiting to listen to count how many times he said pussy. That that's unfair to the record. You're 100% correct. It was unfair, but I guess we can off the bat. I could say unprecedented halfway through the week. I sent you (laughs) kind of an instruction manual of sorts. This is, this is the first time it's ever happened. I waited half the week. So you had at least half the week to do whatever you needed to do. One of us gives the other one directions on how to listen to the record of the week. 
But I did say, don't respond to this because I don't want any opinions either yeah. way. And so, so I didn't. I'm still, I'm still in the dark about what you thought. Yep. But I had to send you some things. And the things I said were, uh, treat the ab libs like, like it's a jazz. Like it's a, an improv- improvisational section of a jazz record. Yep, you sure did. Where like, if it's good, you respect it and appreciate it for it being good. And if it's bad, you just ignore it and move on. It was a bad yep. improv. Right. I said, uh, try to listen to it on some speakers or in your car because there's some low bass tones on a lot of these beats that do not come through in headphones. Right. Like you just yep. can't. You can't hear them. Basically. Yeah, they don't. They it, don't come it through. Makes, it makes it sound a little empty. Yep. And then the other one was, I know how you listen to records where you think things are aimed at you constantly. I don't right. know if it's you being paranoid about the world. <laughs> Everybody's after me. You think things are aimed at you. So I said, try to listen as if he is in the same gang. Like you're in the same gang. You're riding for the same gang. Yeah. As 21 Savage. Right. Did any of that help at all? The low end, like listening in the car okay. for the low end. Yeah. Ended up helping because in these notes, you're going to notice I mentioned the beat is the fucking same <laughs> for most of these songs because it's empty without that really it's heavy. It's super end. empty. And the yeah. thing is, like all of these tracks have incredibly interesting intros, like mm-hmm. musical intros, the instrumental intros on all these songs gets me in. I and have all, all the samples. Of a, I have a list of all the samples. Fantastic. Then all of a sudden. It's just an 808 track beat that's just hi-hat snare, the same pattern almost every single track. And it sounds empty because, yeah, my earbuds don't pick up the low end. So, you know, halfway through the week, I I had listened to it in my car before, but like I started paying attention after you texted me that. But man, a lot of these tracks sound empty and the beats kill me. But now also think of how empty they would sound with his laissez-faire delivery if he didn't have 21 ad-libs in there we'll get to that there would just be silence for 30 seconds on a track (laughs) these tracks every single one of these tracks if he didn't ad-lib could get cut down half time 100 100 so let's get into the first one then sure first track and may i mention before the year this song came out it won the grammy for best rap song this song did a lot Okay. Featuring Jermaine Cole. Yeah. Uh, he's the only feature on this record that I picked up 100% who it was. Like, uh, Really? There has to be another one. There's a couple other ones that are familiar sounding to me, but I couldn't place okay. them as easily as Cole. But the first thing we hear on this record, the first thing 21 says is, turn my headphones down a bit. Yep. Down? <laughs> yeah. Turn, turn the headphones... Never once have I on a record heard anybody say, turn my headphones down. He wants you always to hear people. He you always hear, hear people himself. go like, turn them up, turn the beat he wants, up. He wants to hear himself. Yeah. It's too loud. Beats too loud. He wants to hear himself. He wants to hear himself all the time. I love it. But he is all about his own voice. I'm about his voice. I, I know you are. <laughs> Is 21 what people consider mumble rap? No, I, w- I would okay. say no. I All think right. that he could be lumped into it, but that's I that's what say I'm wondering. No. That, I that's why I said no. what people like in general consider it. No, I think that's more your now. I don't know because mumble rap was used a derogatory term for a, a generation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't necessarily 
individual people. It was a whole yeah. group of what was happening. Well, that's your like. I don't. That's also why I asked who else was in the twenty sixteen uh, freshman class. Yeah. Because so I think your Lowe's Uverts get thrown in there. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he just because he came up around that time he was considered. That it, time, I think some people yeah. may consider his rap mumble rap, but I I just think that's his delivery. I don't think he's actually mumble rapping. Like me, that's what I'm wondering. Mumble rap because he doesn't have any vocal inflection aside from his monotone delivery, like all the time. Yeah, it's just deadpan. And you can you can throw Boldy at me, mm-hmm. one of my favorite rappers alive right now. Boldy raps different. Like he is a lyrical, he's a lyrical miracle kind of guy. Like he doesn't do what 21 does. And what 21 does is his flows are so the same. It's like one bar, 21. One bar, on God. One bar, straight up. One bar, 21. It becomes so monotonous to me. Okay. That I get bored real quick. Okay. Uh, Because like... When you said picture the ad libs like like jazz. Yeah. I can for the first time he uses those same words. Okay. But then he starts 21, 21, 21, 20. It becomes part of the beat. And the beat That's is true. So, That's like, true also. Th- and like I said, the beat is all the same. I would I would have to disagree that the beats are all the same, but I understand. I, I think that. It's just it, the one of the I mean, the biggest discrepancy between Boldy and 21. If we if we're going to continue down the road of comparing them, we're not going to do the whole episode just right now. Yeah. The culture of hip hop in Atlanta versus the culture of the hip hop sure. in Detroit in, yeah. in Detroit is yeah. v- very different. For sure. And I'm, of course, more attuned to what's going on in Detroit than I am in Atlanta. So I guess that's what I gravitate towards more. But I was more uh, kind of referring to their their vocal styling comparing those as opposed to their rap style because they're both pretty deadpan. Yeah. 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 This track sampled. I love you by East of underground from 1971. No idea who that is. 21's flow like stays the same throughout the song. Mm -hmm. So when Cole comes in and does his, it just blew me away. Okay. Cole saved this track. And we'll get to it more, but I also say, I don't, I think that 21, we're not saying he comes with the same talent. Like he doesn't switch up his talent or he doesn't switch up like intricacies, but he, his energy, I feel, even though he has that same monotone delivery, if he talks a little faster, it's a, it's very noticeable because of how he talks one way most of the time. So I think he matches energy with a lot of people on this record. He... He gets swept up a few times on this record, though, by his features. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for a killer feature any day. I am, too. But it just like Cole coming through surprised me by like how unbalanced this track ended up sounding. <laughs> I felt like this was one of the best openings to an album, a 21 album for you, because I know you love J. Cole. Yeah. Big fan. There's that bar where J. Cole talks about how he respects 21 for bringing his kids into the studio. I did like that right before he started on his verse. I was like, oh, man, I would love to have been like 21's kid in in the studio. This is the one where 20 where where 21 will kind of Scott may see him as a person a little bit here. And yeah, like this may this may open him up a little bit. That was my hope. That was my yeah. hope. No, I uh, spoiler. This is my number one track. OK. 
Like, this is it. Because I, I did love that part. Just the idea of 21. Uh, it also kind of concerned me a little bit, uh, having his kid kids in the uh, in the studio while he's rapping these bars. Some of them. I mean, questionable. Uh, up. What do they listen to do anyway, though? And you don't know how old these kids are. Maybe they're 17. 100%. <laughs> You're right. Maybe they are. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, Cole coming through with that verse was was pretty killer. All right. So moving on to the second track break the law this is the exact same flow as the first track it feels like it it's a little bit i'll give you that yeah i wonder if when 21 is writing if he includes his ad libs i think the point of ad libs are that they're ad-libbed i I think i agree (laughs) i think they i think they do them okay just based off what i I don't know how i saw it i think i saw migos in the studio at one point sometime and they will do their verse and then replay the verse and then go in and ad-lib after yeah this song sampled some more. Uh, it was a Young Thug track from 2013. Okay. He switched up. He did switch up his flow at the end, but only for like two bars. But when he switched up his flow like that, it got me interested. But then he went right back to the same flow. Like I, the thing with 21 for me is he is super comfortable in this pocket that he is in all the time. Oh, yeah. But he can switch up and go hard. He just doesn't do it. But when he does do it, it adds more emphasis on it, I think. For sure. Yeah. I just wish, like, he'd fucking do it. Like, just just go, bro. See, that's based off what you heard of this record. Yeah. I, I think, because I think 21 Savage has evolved as a performer, like, okay. with his delivery. Yeah. On Savage Mode 2, I think there are moments where he's really just going after it. I could, but I couldn't bring you Savage Mode 2 because no. of what happened initially. Yeah, I might go back and listen to Savage Mode 2 and see if I can pick up anything other than the pussy. At the lives. very least, <laughs> appreciate Morgan Freeman on that thing, man. <laughs> He's all I, over it. It's wild. Yeah, is he? He he narrates it. It's crazy. Also, who's going to fire on a goldfish? That's Every, messed everybody up. Everybody can get it. Everybody can get it. Scott. Even the goldfish. You, your brother and your gold. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Man, that's Everybody. messed up. It's no, don't that's just there's a don't reason. Fire it, Flipper. He's savage. There's <laughs> a reason he's savage. <laughs> Moving on to the next track, and I have spoken to a few people about yeah. giving you this record, yeah. and even said this will be Scott's least favorite track on the record. Yep, it is A and T. Yep, featuring Young Miami of Young the City Miami. Girls. Okay, of the City Girls. Yes. I've heard that name before, but I don't know anything by them. And this sampled Ass and Titties by Hypnotized Camp Posse. Love it. Don't Save Her by Project Pat featuring Crunchy Black. Love it. And Bitches Reply by DJ Jimmy. Okay. I don't know any of those. Hypnotized Camp Posse is the like 3-6 conglomerate because everybody's in 3-6. Oh, okay. Project Pat and Crunchy Black were both in 3-6 at one point. Oh, gotcha. 21 wrapped his ass off on a second verse. Oh, I like hearing that. I like hearing uh, that. I liked it. I'm guessing you didn't like Young Miami's verse at all. I actually did. I thought okay. it was better than his first verse. Okay. Right. Because her verse was from the perspective of her being the girl. Yeah. And I, I appreciated it more than him telling me how he's going to throw money at some chick. And where, you know, uh, where, where Fenty rubbers. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that dude. 
you're you're right the rubbers are sick yeah this track also helps me a lot because i knew those samples like those samples hit me hard so like when you hear samples that hit you hard in a track i was in i was so into this track i have a feeling all the samples off this i'm not gonna know because they're all i'm not a southern rap guy mostly right so i'm not gonna i'm and he's obviously deep in atl Mm mm-hmm so he's going to be sampling stuff from around that area. The only, the only Southern hip hop that I really know is outcast outcast. Yeah. And I, I can tell you there's not outcast sampled on here. So I didn't hear any. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I this track is what it is. I mean, obviously it's not my favorite. Yeah. But at least there's only one. Okay. Yeah. I think that. It's like the the stove god track. Yeah, exactly. About, it, everybody's got to have one, right? <laughs> yes. Like Rick Ross had one. Stove Man. had one. Rick Ross doesn't care either. He is just foul sometimes with it. No, let's yeah. be honest. Twenty One Savage is foul sometimes with it too. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to track four, "Out for the Night," which mm-hmm. sampled not an Atlanta hip hop group, not a Southern hip hop group here, Scott. Yeah, "Sampa Pati" by Santana. Okay, from nineteen seventy. That transfers perfectly into my first note. I love the guitar intro on this track. <laughs> Santana. He is both overrated and underrated. I don't think I can agree more. I 100% yeah. agree with that. I, everything His, I've ever heard from Santana, I'm like, this is incredible. But then the way people talk about Santana, I'm just like, what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, they, they blow him up like a god. And really, he's phenomenal, especially his early stuff. Mm-hmm. But man, did they love that fucking Matchbox 20 feature. Rob Thomas, man. He's yeah. in it. This is when I noticed that I liked the intros better than the whole, the whole song. I think that's also a... You don't have a huge history, not much history at all, with trap music. Yeah, I don't know. Like in, in, any of its, in any of its like iterations, other than yeah. T.I. Yeah, T.I. is it. And really, T.I. is a different kind of trap music than what this is. T.I. is kind of the here we go. Somehow we talk about waves all the time. We do. I kind of created that the revamped wave of trap music with his okay. record trap music. Like, it, yeah, it was around. But once he put that out, it, it kind of it got popular. Yeah. And that's that's all I know as far as trap music goes. Like when anybody says trap music, I picture yeah, just, that. Yeah. I don't picture this. Like, it's a totally different kind of trap music. You mentioned Travis Scott earlier. I don't want to say anything because I knew he was going to come up here eventually. He's not a feature, but okay. listening to 21 Savage and recognizing that this is trap music and that mm. I do love this and like how much of the older trap music is in it. Yeah. I can see 21 Savage is almost that connecting piece in between mm. old trap music and what we have now that's called trap. Music. Oh, okay. All right. Like I feel when I hear other features on here and we'll get to them when they're on here. Okay. That are clearly called trap music that I've never understood whether trap music. I get mm-hmm. it. Cause like they do kind of have that same flow pattern. It just sounds different. Gotcha. This is also where I noticed the repeating ad libs more. Yeah. So yeah, this is the 21 bar 21 bar 21. You know what I mean? Like it, it just got to be too much. See, I, it does opposite things to you and I, cause when I yeah, hear it, like it's, I get more, you love it. Maybe I should have explained like 21 is a very well-known, almost like diabolical street gang. So like he's not he's not only saying his name. He's also kind of like putting on for like 
like I, like not knowing that. Yeah. I mean that if we're gonna compare again, Boldy, yeah. that's his two two seven. Yeah. You know where we at with it? He does it all the time. So maybe if I knew that, I would look at it differently because I just looked at it here as him just saying his name over yeah. and over again. Like, bro, yeah. I know who you are. I could listening get, to the record. <laughs> I had to limit the amount of stuff I gave you. Also, yeah. Like, oh, for I sure. Didn't wanna, yeah. I didn't want to like go in and you be totally scold on it, and then us just and oh, then cool. I liked it. Yeah. We both liked it. Let's move on. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what the show's for. Yeah. So no, maybe I would have appreciated it more having known that, but it's just, it, it got too much. Like the flow was similar to all the other tracks I've heard so far. The ad libs were all the same. Like it's just, it's getting to that point where it's so repetitive okay, that I'm losing interest. I feel like he's way too comfortable in this pocket and he does it way too much. I appreciate the pocket. Yeah, I I love the pocket. I would take <laughs> ten albums of the pocket. Get, yeah. keep, stay stay in the pocket and let me just pick change out of it. I, yeah, don't, this, I don't give a shit. I'm this in. is where you and I differ a lot in our yeah. hip hop appreciation. But that if I didn't like it, I would I would hate it. Like if I didn't like the pocket, I obviously wouldn't want it to continue. But if yeah. I like the pocket, by all means, keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Yeah. So moving on to track five, you previously mentioned it, Gunsmoke. <laughs> yeah no, apparently he does love it at 12 which is wild he leans back on the same beat he has the same flow yeah the, i'm 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 losing interest quickly okay i felt like i felt like if this one would have been earlier it would have been a little bit because this is kind of a little bit a little bit of storytelling like yeah telling you who he is and i i think maybe if we had it up higher like flip this with break the law yeah maybe i would like it a lot more. I will also say though, 21 Savage Records, not uh Savage Mode, because that does have kind of a narrative through it with the narration by Morgan Freeman. Yeah. But this to me is a it's a shuffle record. I could hit shuffle just throw it whenever. Yeah. Whatever comes on, I'm gonna enjoy it. It doesn't really matter. There's not sure. really a through line. I'm sure I'm sure you could probably sit down and create a track list of this that you would probably that I would enjoy. like better. Yeah. Yeah. He does go a little bit harder at the end of this track and I appreciated it, but he's given me like just barely enough. Okay. Just holding on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he gives me little tastes of what he can do. And I'm just like, put it in a whole track. Like you can do it. Obviously you can do it. You can write bars like, like this, yeah. just spend a little more time on the track. Give it to me. If you gave me a 21, like the end of this track, as a whole track, mm-hmm. I'd I'd love it. I'm gonna say again, maybe revisit Savage Mode too and see if okay. there's something in there. Yeah. Moving on to 1.5. 1.5, featuring the Migos member Offset. Okay. Is he the one that passed away? No, that is Takeoff. Okay. I I don't know anything about him. Offset is the one with Cardi B. Oh, okay. Again, I love the guitar. Uh, and there's no sample. I was going to try to find a sample. There's no, sample. Oh, there's no sample. Okay. I, well, whoever plays guitar on this is great. Same beat comes back. I said, I need something else to happen on this record. And then, oh, damn, this feature is fire. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. He switches up his flow. Yeah. And it got me. I was, oh, damn. Okay. This is, this is an example of what I would like 21 to do. And did you hear how he used his ad libs also? Like sometimes Offset and 
Migos use their ad libs to kind of either punctuate a point or ex- move it forward. Yeah. That and that's, that's kind of the Austin difference. Did. Yeah. That that's the difference between the ad libs here. Where 21 to you feels like filler. Yes. And offsets, offsets felt like felt like an ex like an exclamation at the end of each one. And I'm wondering though if you would listen to a whole Migos record if you would feel the same way. But no that is idea. also three dudes. If you listen, like you, yeah. you listen to a whole thing, it's three. It's not just one dude. The whole record. right. The the difference between the the ad libs between these two artists. Twenty one still does his twenty one, on yeah. God, twenty one, straight up, twenty one, right. Where Offset takes the last word he used in the bar, it just repeats it, and then it just repeats it. Like I said, it it it's like an exclamation point on it. It it just accentuates and extends that bar. As opposed to, like you said, like I like filler to me. But yeah, I, I liked Offset on this one. I thought it was good. Moving on to track seven. The other feature that, that I, yep. w- I would have put money I that did. you knew who this was. I did. I, I forgot about this one. All my friends featuring Post Malone. Post Malone. I, knew if, I knew if nothing else on this record that yep. I could get you out with enjoying one track and one track alone. Because I think you said you liked Rockstar, which you heard, which 21 Savage was also on. Yeah. Yeah, that and was kind of early post. To yeah, earlier post. Like I didn't get into Post Malone until yeah. after that was already out. Uh, not gonna lie, I already know that Post is gonna save this track for me. If Twenty One would change up his inflections just a little, it would go a long way for me. If he just accentuated a word or a line every once in a while instead of being the deadpan that he does, it it would really go a long way for me. Post didn't really do much on this track, but the little he did with that sing-songy vibrato he does, yeah, really put it over. Post killed this thing. I love Post on this. It's great. And I th- and honestly, I want a collab album between these two because they, Oh, I'd love to hear it. They sound so different, but they work so well together. It's yeah. it's unreal to me. I thought it was great. I I would Post does that kind of deadpan stuff too, but then that little bit of vibrato he has mm-hmm. does something to me. And then he does change up his inflections every once in a while, which adds something to it, too. So moving on to track eight, Can't Leave Without It. And when I gave this to you, I mentioned that there are a few features that I wanted to get your opinions on. Offset okay. was one of them. Oh, OK. I'd um, like another it. one. Another one pop another. Well, another two pop up in here. But I, I, I only personally wanted to hear your opinion on one of them. OK. <laughs> Can't Leave Without It featuring Gunna and Lil Baby. OK. Gunna was the middle verse. Right. And then baby was the last verse. Gunna was chorus verse two, little baby verse three. I think 21 goes better than Gunna. Okay. But I think little baby is better than 21 on this. I think little baby sweeps, sweeps them both. Little baby. I think it took me hearing how he talks Mm -hmm. to appreciate his rapping more because when you hear his rapping, it's kind of mumbly. Like it's kind of, it's kind of mumbly. It sounds like his mouth's barely open. When you hear him talk and you hear that that's just how he talks, that's how it he made talks, it yeah. way easier for me. Like, I, was I like, oh, I get it. Now, we've had, I don't know if we've had it on the show, but I've talked to you about Lil Baby, his new album. It didn't do it for me because I remember you saying probably, that. Yeah. Probably like you with this, every flow sounded the same to me. Yeah. And, and if that flow, if I vibed with that flow, it'd be great. Like I do right. with this. Like I vibe with this super hard. So I yeah. love this. But that, his flow in that, didn't vibe with me 
all sounded too much similar. So I, I didn't really do anything for me. I don't know if I could handle the whole record of this, of little baby on this, but yeah. he, his flow is so different compared to 21 that I think I liked it more, but yeah. I am not a fan of the bar. Then yeah, bar, then yeah, bar, then yeah. And he does it like six times. Mm-hmm. So that kind of got to me too. But the one thing I want to talk about on this track is this instrumental is amazing. And Boldy would kill this instrumental. <laughs> yeah. Kill it. Man, I would love a Boldy 21 collab record. Ooh, I don't know if I would love it or hate it. I, okay. Alchemist producing it. Oh, shit. Oh, man. If we got that going, that, you know, <laughs> I what? don't know how we could do Let's that. Let's call them up. Let's call all three of them up. Right now, get them in on the call. Yeah, I, I, it would be insane. It. It would Let's be set it wild. up. That would be super wild. I, w- I wonder if 21 Savage was ever on an Alchemist beat. I know he has a lot of features, yeah. but I, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. That would be crazy, though. I love this instrumental. I just wish more was done with it. Moving on to track nine, ASMR. Maybe I'm getting used to all the repeating ad-libs, but they don't bother me as much on this track. <laughs> This track sampled Jumpman by Drake and Future from 2015. Don't know it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we get a lot of the 21. On God. Straight up. Yeah. 21. But they're not bothering you as much. But they're not bothering me as much. I do like the switch up to the whisper mm-hmm. that he does, like the ASMR thing. That's all I need from him. Just a little bit of a switch up every a once in a while. A little change. A little Just change. a little. Yeah. I, I need some passion of one sort or the other. The fact that you say the ad libs aren't bothering you as much. I'm wondering if it like when I said about the jazz improvisation. Yeah, I think is maybe I just I've listened to it so much that I only hear the ones that make me happy. Like, I don't even hear the other ones anymore. Yeah. Like the ones that go by, just it just sounds like background noise. Like, like you said, maybe they fade into the beat. And then I just hear the ones that I want to hear that I'm like, that's sick. That's where I'm right. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is, because if if you're there already at this point. Maybe. I liked ASMR. Moving on to Ball Without You. These great intro instrumentals no longer get me excited. Okay. Because I you know, know it's not going to maintain. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to stay the same uh, all the I way through. I think that's just the project of trap music, though. Like, it they, could, it's, always, yeah. it's always been huge, broad intros and then just like eight away beat. bare bones beats. Yeah. And it, it kills me. Like, I feel like these really great instrumental intros are like just wasted with the first 15 seconds of the song and then just fade out to nothing. And you really didn't get down with Metro Boomin's newest record. Did you the heroes and villains? Oh no, I didn't really. Yeah. So maybe you just don't, maybe like you like his production, but you're not a fan of it. Yeah. That, 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 that sounds like what it, like you're not going out of your way to listen to a Metro Boomin project. Yeah. At this point I was like, okay, next, but he did this. He did this fucking voice in here that i was like what the hell is that that little high-pitched is it when he was singing yeah i was like what like don't get me wrong i wanted different inflections and passion and not that like a change up that's not it bro not that one that's that's not it not that leave one. that leave that one on the floor <laughs> we we don't need that well speaking of next we have yeah. track 11 and if I'm being honest, this is there is a feature on this track that is the main reason I wanted your opinion oh, on okay. this feature. Track Good Day featuring Schoolboy Q and Project Pat. So there's two two features on this one. Two features. I also preferred both these to 21. Yeah, 
Fair. Uh, 100% fair. So the you said schoolboy school Q. This is one of the features that I like. I knew the voice, but okay. I couldn't place who it was. So the second, you're saying the schoolboy, like the first feature, the the first yeah, verse the, after twenty one. Yeah, uh, I really dug it. I thought he killed it. And now that you say it was schoolboy, yeah, I should have seen it. And then you said that the third verse was Project Pat. Correct. Pata. I love his voice. Dog. Guess Dude. what you're getting next time I give you a record. Because Man. Project Pat is one of my... He's in my personal like top five guys I like listening to. Like all like, time? I'm not saying like he's the greatest rapper of all time. But yeah. personal, love to listen to my favorite rappers, Project Pat's number like, Dude, in that, the top five. That voice. He, he's he got a voice, man. I love it. Yeah. Member of 3-6, um, by the way. He was a member of 3-6. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. As you know, I don't know anything about 3-6, so yeah. that's cool. I, but I, I may bring you a Project Pat record and then... Before 3-6? In order to get into a 3-6, yeah. Gotcha. Because okay. there is, like, evolution there. Gotcha. I think I prefer Ice Cube's Good Day Okay. to 21's Good Day. <laughs> this sampled Damn I'm Crazy by DJ Paul and Lord Infamous, who were members of 3-6. That came out Gotcha. Nine, I mean, we could just shut this down. I just wanted you to listen to Project Pat, so we can right. just shut it down. No, I think I, I think it's just because I was familiar with Schoolboy, but yeah. couldn't place it. Yeah, is all. that's fair. But uh, yeah, Project Pat, great feature. His voice is like fucking velvety. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. Yeah. Moving on to track 12, Padlock. I don't mind this one that much at all. He gets a little personal. Yeah, it's, I was just going to say he gets uh, like it's like looking at himself. Mm-hmm. I liked that. And then I liked the... It sounds like strings in the background, but I'm pretty sure it's just a keyboard string setting. Okay. I like that in the background. It's not much, but it adds so much to the track that I liked it. Okay. Moving on, track 13. Monster. Did you catch this feature? I, I said it's another familiar sounding feature. Whoever it is killed it. Yeah, I think it's one that you wouldn't have put in this realm. I think that's probably why. Like, if, it, if okay. you would have heard this with a different artist, you would have nailed it immediately. Childish Gambino. Yeah. Oh, shit. I need to go back and listen knowing that it's childish thing because that was but, nowhere. He was nowhere near my like radar for this. If you think, though, like Childish Gambino, he is from Atlanta. Like he's. Yeah. So it kind of checks but, out like it makes sense. But this isn't where you see him. I see him wise. as camp. Childish yeah. Gambino. Like I loved that camp record. I love camp. I, but I, I think he's more of the Awaken My Love guy now. Like, yeah, I, I know he is. But that's not. Yeah. He's had a new albums coming yeah. soon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'd be, I'd be interested to hear that then. Sweet. Childish Gambino killed it then. And then I love the like the kid voices playing on the playground kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Is what it sounded like to me. I like that too. Track 14. Talk about personal. Letter to my mom. I mean, what am I going to say? You, yeah, can't, you can't really, you can't really shit on this one. <laughs> yeah, you can't at all. Uh, and I wouldn't. But uh, the baseline on this thing is fierce. Like I said, never going to be negative about somebody saying something about their mama. Mm-hmm. Not going to do it. So then the closer, 4L, featuring Young Nudie. I have no idea who that is. Young Nudie is actually 21's cousin, I believe. Okay. But he's he's well-known for his, I mean, not as well-known as 21, but he's well-known for his own music as well. Okay. I wish this track would have been placed somewhere else on the record. I okay. wish, I wish it would have been closed with Letter to My Mama. Okay. Because oh, so you'd rather that be the closer than this. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I... I I like that finishing up the record as opposed to this. I think I think Letter to My Mama would have been the perfect closer. When 21 goes in, he can rap. I just wish he did it more. Not a huge fan of this feature either. I, I feel like 
21 won this track. Okay. <laughs> you know it's not a competition, but I understand. I, no, I, I, it's not. I know. <laughs> but I just know which verses I prefer. And on this one, 21, 21 nailed it. I just, like I said, I wish it would have been somewhere else in the track listing. That is 21 Savage. I am greater than I was. Scott, okay. what's your top three? Uh, like I said already, my number one is a lot. A lot, yeah. My number two, you could probably pick it out, all my friends. Mm-hmm. And then my number three is actually ASMR. Okay, because he, he whispered. He switched that up. Enough. He did that whisper, for real. That did something for me. My number one, good day. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I that, man. Yeah. A lot's probably my number two also. Okay. And then, I mean, like I said, this is a shuffle album. Throw any yeah, it could be up. anything. Throw any of the other ones up there, and I'm good, really. Sure. I think... For some reason, when I shuffle, Monster comes on a lot. Okay. Like every time I hit shuffle on the album, Monster seems to be the first track that comes up. So <laughs> Wild. Just, I guess I'll just say that one to fill the slot rather than gotcha. lines that I have 15 number threes. <laughs> and then Scott, I am greater than I was. 21 Savage. Yeah. Yeah. Grown, own, phone, 21. Or grown. <laughs> 21. Uh, I hate to speak negative because I like this is just not my, this is not my area. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have to groan this record. It's a groan. Yeah. Not even no. Not even not even saving a lot or all my friends never revisit them. The no thing issues. the thing with that is a lot is saved by J Cole's feature. I have the same kind of feature on that last Corday record. Okay. And I enjoyed that record much more. The reason I liked all my friends so much, Post Malone was Post Malone. Mm-hmm. And if I want a Post Malone in 21 song. I can just go to Rockstar. I got Rockstar. ASMR is my number three. And really, it was just because he whispered a little bit on a track. These other features, I did enjoy them. But did I enjoy them just because they were different from 21? No matter what you say, we'll be a 21 Savage, we'll a pro 21 Savage podcast because I have enough I'm, love for both. Oh, of us. I'm not. Matter. And that's the thing. I'm not, like I said, I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I just know I'm not going to go back and listen to this again. So I'm not the, like then that the question for me remains, though, what makes yeah. you feel like you want to go listen to Savage Mode 2 just to see if he is rapping different? Yes. OK, because really, I've said it throughout this episode. The beats are all the same to me. The flow okay. is all the same to me. I, I don't need that much. But yeah. if on another project, he switches it up more and gives me more of those more than like those two bars every four songs that he switches it up. And like wraps his ass off a bit. Like I might like that project more, but as far as this one goes, I just, I'll I, take that same flow till the end of time. Yeah. Give me the flow. And that's good with it. And I that's where we're different. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather, you'd rather have 21 as a feature artist? I could. Yeah. Like if he pops up on a feature, maybe you're not excited, but you're not going to be not, like, Oh, what's this? Yeah, exactly. Because Which is what you were before we listened to this record. Correct. Right. That's all I asked for. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'll take a groan. Whatever. Yeah. And and it, when I say groan, like, I'm not. It's not a I'm this not album speaking sucks. down on it. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. This this is a different kind of groan. So yeah. this is not light like groan. I absolutely hated it. Yeah, this is just. Groan. Yeah. It's just I know I'm not going to go back to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't dislike my time with it overly. Like, I didn't hate it. I just know that it's not something I'm going to go back and revisit anytime. And that has, any that of the... a lot from you too, because that's a lot of my groans. A lot of my groans are I I don't I didn't hate it. I just yeah. am not going to revisit it. Which yeah, you have a higher threshold for revisiting than I do. I think probably 
and it's just that's just you got what you wanted out of the record it yeah. gave you your time and you don't need it again yeah and anything i want to revisit from this i can go back to another record and hear it and i'm a little vindicated of giving you this one because if i would have given you the one that had zero features i don't know how that would have went oof that might have been rough do i think that this album is great i love it i really yeah. do but I love it as a 21 Savage fan. I don't know if you as somebody who is not a 21 Savage fan would love it that much. Right. Yeah. The features did a lot for me on this one. Like it, it saved a lot for me. And as I said, when I gave it to you, that was one of the main reasons. Cause I, I need your opinions on some features. I knew there were yeah. some features on here. You've never heard before. Yeah. And all I know is you, I heard the, the line. I love his voice to project Pat. <laughs> That's all I need. Yeah. That's all I need. Although I will have to, be- you might not get it next time I give you a record, but I mm-hmm. have to say Project Pat and a lot of the 3-6 stuff, there's a lot of sex stuff going on. Okay. And I know you're not always down with that realm, yeah. but if I prepare you for it and say that Project Pat has a line delivery where he says, butt cheeks like a hippo, <laughs> then oh I, think, I think we can get involved. Like if I... <laughs> If I if I prepare you for it and sprinkle in things like, hey, this might happen. That that might help. Because okay. <laughs> I might be looking for it and then laughing about it. Instead of being like, really? That's where we're going? Ass like a hippo. Yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> it's, I love Project Bat so much. Um, okay, Scott. So we got through it. It's a soft yeah. groan. I'll yeah. take it. Got out of what I needed to. 21 Savage is in the books on the podcast. Now I can yep. call 21 Savage a friend of the show, which is all there I really you. wanted the whole time. So this isn't the only thing you were listening to. What else are you no. listening to this week? Uh, I have two things I want to talk about. One is go. just a song. Okay. Uh, I, I sent you the video because it oh, did yeah. something to me. Uh, it's the track High Ren by a British rapper named Ren. Uh, actually, I'm not even going to say rapper. He's a British artist. He's a musician. Okay. He plays guitar. He sings. He raps like crazy. And this song that he did, it's a nine minute video but he does this thing where it's super introspective split personality kind of thing and it is wild i i think it's genius i i think he's he's doing things and i i like it a lot the kids dealt with i say kid i think he's like 27 um but he's dealt with a lot of stuff in his life a lot of health stuff and like coming back and doing what he's doing i i think he's killing it i loved it uh, I don't think you listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I told you it's it's rough it's for me long. sometimes to listen to an album track that long. Yeah, and I I barely watch YouTube videos that long. Like yeah, if the, if the YouTube video is under or over like three and a half minutes, I'm just like I don't got time for this. Right, don't know sure. why. I'm not doing anything else. Nothing yeah. else. <laughs> just in my head is like I I can't do this. The, so with this track, there's a lot of switch ups musically in it. I'm not telling you to. Because I know you won't do it anyway, but I would like <laughs> I would like you to give it a shot. The show exists because of that. <laughs> I know, uh, but I can't give you just one track for yeah, the show. It would, it would have to be a record. Yeah, but uh, I I was really impressed by it. A ton of people are talking about it, and I wanted to put my little bit out there into the world uh, supporting it because I really do think it's amazing. But the record I was listening to, my record of the week is uh, Sky Zoo and the Other Guys, The okay, Mind of yeah. a Saint. Yep. You you put me Sounds on this familiar. one. Sounds familiar. And bro, like this is this is where I'm at. This is my pocket. The instrumentals on it, the beats on it are amazing. His Skyzu just kills every track. 
it's it was it was amazing it was amazing i told you uh when you gave it to me or not when you gave it to me when you told me about it because it's a it's a new record this year yeah if you see the vinyl drop before i do mm-hmm. let me know because i'm all over it this is an early album of the year contender for me and are you going back and listening to any other sky zoo i haven't yet but I there's plan one on one of his records was uh in the high numbers i think of top records of 2017 2018 oh, okay. it has like a pink cover i think but it was talked about a lot i listened to that one that's the first guy who i ever listened to so okay. that's like what put him on my radar and then yeah. when that when that one came out i was just like oh, let's do it it's guys i know who guys who is yeah and i liked it a lot yeah. but something clicked to me where i was like scott would love this oh yeah <laughs> yeah love it it's super good my record of the week is again moving through alphabetical lists of bands and rappers yeah came across this rapper that i've never heard before and that this record blew my mind i seen a couple tracks from it this is the thieves banquet by akala or akala. oh yeah i don't really know how his name is pronounced akala maybe yeah but he is a british rapper journalist author activist and poet from yeah. kentish kentish town london the record i don't know what i was expecting but it mm-hmm. wasn't what i got there's a <laughs> right. lot on here there's yeah. like actual instrumentation going on it sounds like he's playing with a band half the i was time. gonna say it sounded live like it it sounds like if hamilton was a record if that makes sense right like if it was yeah a, a, a put together group playing yeah. live yeah like because some of the because i mean he talks about apartheid he talks like it he gets yeah. into some shit which i get maybe i needed that while listening to 21 also <laughs> like right. i felt like what, i needed i needed something but that's the sky zoo thing for me too like mm-hmm. i needed that lyrical miracle stuff coming after what i got from 21 yeah yeah so uh, akala akala I, I'm sorry for pronouncing it wrong, but the Thieves Banquet. I've I've looked for it on vinyl. And I can't find it. It came out in 2013, which I feel like is in one of those areas where they weren't pressing a lot of vinyl. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting one to find. Yeah, good luck. But I'm excited about it. The only thing left, Scott, for you to tell me what we're listening to next week. So as if we don't have enough to listen to on a regular basis. Are you giving me a double record? No, Loudwire came out with this list. Oh, yes. of. The 100 greatest rock and metal albums from the 21st century. And we're going through it one by one. Not even you for and the I, show. Not for the not show. Just the doing show. it. Just to talk. Just because yep. we miss talking to each other. Because During we, the week. We listen to things and save it for the show. It's hard. Yeah. To <laughs> so we need something to talk about throughout the week. And on this list, there is a gang of records that I have on our list for the show for you. Yeah, there's some I have for you as well. Yeah. So I'm going further up the list for you for this week because I want to give it to you before we hit it on the list. I feel like you're just making me more guilty. You're, just making, you're guilty. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it just it brought this one up in the in the rankings, okay. like on our, our show list for you. So uh, I'm giving you Machine Head's The Blackening. OK, yeah, I've never listened to Machine Head. This one came out. I went to a, a man. What was the fest? I don't know. I went to a fest and they were touring for it. And man, is it? amazing i've always seen machine head like around i've seen yeah. the name i've seen the logo i've seen shirts i, I i've never They've been once... around for a for a, a minute yeah and i've never once as far as i know yeah. listened to a machine head anything even a track i don't think gotcha 
I will say this is not the Machine Head record cover I've ever seen. I love I've, this I'm, I'm used to seeing their logo that has the yellow and black, the black like, diamond, yeah. like the hazard that's, labels. That's earlier. That's the only Machine Head logo I'm familiar with. I'm trying to look through these albums. I don't recognize any of these albums. Maybe I've seen the Supercharger cover, but that's just because it has their logo on it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen any of these covers either, which is crazy. I've only listened to a handful of their records. Like, I'm not a huge, huge fan, but this yeah. record brought me in and did something to me so well one thing i always do when i download something is i go and look at related artists yeah and recently when i've been listening to new releases like new releases i'll look up and download something and i'll look at the related artists and i've never heard of any of them (laughs) and that's a wild thing for me to be doing yeah but when i look down at the related artists under machine head i think i'm gonna like this record because yeah. it's Lamb of God, Soulfly, Fear yep. Factory, Devil Driver, The Haunted, Chimera, Trivium, Gojira, Cal- Calavera, Conspiracy. Yeah, I think I'm in on this. I think okay. I'll like this. I hope I've never so. Listened. It's going to be dependent on his vocals is what it's going to be. If I like the vocals, I'll be in. Don't pay attention to track length before you listen. Oh, I when, whenever I listen the first time through, I, I don't even look at the tracks. Okay. I just listen through. Stick and... with that. <laughs> Stick with that. They've okay. got they've got some long tracks, but th- this you record sh- you I... shouldn't even have told me. You shouldn't. You shouldn't <laughs> even have told me. But I love this record. I hope you do too. I think it's really good, and I'm actually excited to do research on the band because I honestly don't know too much about where they came from. I know you're looking at the length. Don't do it. <laughs> this thing's an hour thirteen long. I feel like. I what did I give you that was long before? Was it the Rick Ross record? Yeah, it was Rick Ross. Yeah. Yeah. So I deserve this. But you know, <laughs> I, I guess I could always delete those covers if I wanted it to be shorter. Yeah, it'll be shorter if you take those out. Who, give them a uh, run through at least the first time, though. Who's the Hallowed Be Thy Name original? Isn't that band? Iron Maiden? Oh, I don't know. It could be any of those bands, man. Iron Maiden. Off a of number of the beast. Yep. Uh, so I was right. Which is a record I've listened to. So I will know both of those covers. Yeah, so I'm saying give the give the covers a shot, but we don't have to talk about them for the show. Or we might. We'll see. We can. Happens. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, uh, follow us on Twitter at AOLPod. Follow our Instagram at AOLPod. Send us email at areyoulistening.pod at gmo.com. Join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Listen to all the Joy Road Media podcasts. Listen to Machine Head the Blackening for next week. Yeah. 21 Savage, pro podcast here. We are. Doesn't matter. I'm, Scott I'm, could have hated. Scott could have hated this thing, and we're still a pro Twenty One Savage podcast. I, I love him so much. I don't. I like. I said I don't hate. It's just something I'm not going to revisit. That's all. Uh, look forward to Scott probably not liking Savage Mode Two still, but who knows? <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, Maybe I'll give it a listen this week, and I'll let you know. Listeners, thank you for listening, Scott. Thank you for the episode. Thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you, brother. Are you listening? Are you listening? 21. 21 Savage on Pro God. Podcast here. 21. He is about Straight that up. gun smoke. 21. 21. I, I love math. I mean, we can just shut 21. this down. I just want to do the Project Pat, so we can 21. just shut it down. 21. Nah, that's all. I, I need 21. some passion. Pat talk. 21. 21. Butt cheeks like on a God. hippo. 21. Straight up. 21. 21. On God. 21. Straight up. 21. 21. On God. 21. Straight up. 21. I'll take that same flow till the end of time.